Guys, it's uh, freezing out there. Uh, have you walked around your house and have you checked your windows? Are your floors freezing? Uh, do you feel how drafty they are? This was my issue in my home a few years ago when we had a deep freeze like this, and I knew it was time to replace my windows. I'd thought about it for a while, and this is when I finally called my friends at Window Nation. Right now is the time to call 866-90-NATION, 866-90-NATION. Stop waiting, guys. End those drafty, leaky windows right now and call them today because now you can save 50% on any style window. And also, you'll have five years with no interest payments. Window Nation, the best customer service. They're going to tell you what you need and what you don't need, and they're going to explain to you why. Uh, They're going to guide you through the entire process because they know exactly uh, what you need, and they're the true window experts. So call them at 866-90-NATION. Check out what they have to offer at windownation.com. I've replaced my windows in my kitchen, in the living room, in Mr. Bedroom, in the kids' rooms. I'm a very satisfied customer. You will be too. 86690 Nation, 86690 Nation. Beat the winter now by calling Window Nation or go to windownation.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. He was a six-time NBA champion, two-time NBA executive of the year, represented by his wife, Thelma, basketball Hall of Famer, and former Bulls general manager, Jerry Krause. Neil Funk and uh, thousands of people booing a man who has uh, been dead for seven years. And a man who was the architect of uh, six championships. And I know he was booed in many, many different ceremonies while he was alive. I don't know if I'll be ever be able to get that image out of my head of Thelma Krause sitting on that United Center floor, waving her arms in shock that her late husband was still being booed, was still uh, being filled with hate. Uh, after all these years I've, at the Ring of Honor ceremony. I have two questions. The first is, who thought it'd be a good idea to boo Jerry Krause when his his widow was there? And who thought it would be a good idea to maybe even go down that road and allow the booing to even be a possibility? It, it, I, I don't know the answer to either of those. Again, um Jerry, like, it's a very complex situation with Jerry Krause. Never in my wild imagination did I think that Jerry Krause would be booed. Um, I have, I've had multiple experiences with Jerry Krause. I covered Jerry Krause. I grew up a Bulls fan. I, back in the day, when I was younger, as a fan, booed Jerry Krause. I yelled at Jerry Krause at the Chicago Stadium to make a trade at one time. So I could, I, could be on, I could be honest with that. Um, 
I had a run-in with Jerry Krause. I've, I've told you on this show before, Jerry Krause was not a pleasant man to deal with. Most people who are in our industry have had one of those experiences with Jerry. Yeah, and, and, and there are other people who got to know him on a, on a deeper level will tell you that deep, deep, deep down, he what like if you really, really, really got to know him, that you saw a different side of him. You also had an experience on the yeah. air. He was the only man that made you walk take my off. headset off and turn my microphone off. And you like stop. Just I just walked away from the microphone and told Cap, you know, this is all yours. He, he had a very very poor bedside manner. But again, this is not to disparage him. So I was sitting there at the United Center and. I was Jesse Rogers was to my left and my seven year old was to my right. And again, it was a weird situation for the for the Ring of Honor ceremony because we already knew that Michael and Scotty weren't there. So for for like your two stars of the Ring of Honor to not be there, it was weird to begin with. And then Dennis, I guess, wasn't there because he couldn't get in, or so he said, because of the snow. Right, travel issue. And 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 again, knowing that Jerry had been not with us for seven years, like, I never would have thought Jerry would have been booed. Not the time and place as far as I'm concerned, but you like, were there. Like, like, I didn't think that anyone would give him the rousing standing ovation, but I didn't think that you would be, that anyone would 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 boo someone who's been gone and then to cut away and see Thelma there and I I didn't I I don't know if anyone knew that his widow Thelma Kraus would be there either it just made things especially awkward it also then once you saw her and you saw how emotional the people who were booing no one in my section was booing but when you saw her it sort of quieted down the booze. Because um, she was distraught, was she not? Oh, it, and Ron Harper... Understandably so. Ron Harper was putting his hands on her shoulders and, 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 and to, to calm her down. And as many people who, who defended... There were some who have defended the crowd. There are other people who have covered the Bulls who have reminded me this. That every ceremony the Bulls have ever had, and it doesn't make this right, I'm just giving you history. And there it's it's sort of like Pavlov's dog, right? Where the dog was conditioned that when he would hear the bell, it, he he Time was to ready eat. to eat and he, his mouth would start to water because the dog would know it was time to eat. That whenever there was a ceremony, Bulls fans knew it was time to cheer Michael, Scotty and Phil and it was time to boo Jerry. Cuz with every banner ceremony, they would boo Jerry Krause. When Jerry Krause got his banner retired in 2003, he was booed. Doesn't make this right now. I'm not excusing anybody. Right. You, don't, you don't boo someone like that in this environment. It, it's Even you, who is a booer, no, no. knows that there's booing <laughs> protocol. No, no. And again, like if you weren't going to give him a golf clap yeah. or don't cheer at all. You, you don't have to love the man. And again, the last dance, which I don't understand why the last dance would even take heat. The last dance was just a reminder. It was a, a chronicle of history. It chronicled the history that was this very complex 
situation of the six championships. And I left the building, I tweeted about this, very sad. Like, in the sports context, don't get me wrong. Like, I I wasn't, in in the grand scheme of things, as a father and and someone who's, you know, uh, battled cancer in my life, this wasn't something that really brought me. But in the sports landscape, I was sports sad. Because even in the one of the most remarkable things we have ever seen in our town from a sports landscape, it's still a crap storm. Like, this is the greatest thing maybe any town could ever see. The greatest athlete probably ever. One of the greatest teams in American sports history. And yet... It's one of the most complex soap operas ever. One of the best Batman and Robin combos in all of sports history, certainly in the NBA. And now Batman and Robin hate each other. Right. Okay? Um, Batman and Robin at one time hated uh, Commissioner Gordon. Is that Jerry Krause? Is Jerry Krause Commissioner Gordon? Sure. Like, Phil Jackson, who I don't know what character he would be, he hated Commissioner Gordon, too. There was a whole lot of dislike that existed with one of the greatest dynasties in sports history. And now, like, at a time where we're so far removed from this, this team is a shell of what it used to be. These are the glory days. These are the days that we should look back on and we should embrace and we should love. And these are the moments in time that we get to bring us back to the better days of the Chicago Bulls. Not the days where the Bulls are blowing a 15-point lead to the Golden State Warriors who aren't even good anymore. These are the days that we should go back to and say, boy, those were so awesome. It was it was amazing. And for 15 minutes at halftime, it brought me back to 1995 and 1996 when they won 72 games. And then they won the NBA championship in the second 3P. Um And it made me forget about all the bad sports moments. Instead, you left the United Center feeling so icky on so many different levels because the crowd booed Jerry Krause because Michael Jordan wasn't there. Why would you ever plan a ceremony and you're the bride? Like, I, I think I said this on Friday. You planned a wedding and you decided not to... Let the bride RSVP first. The first person you check with when you plan a wedding is the bride. Hey, can you make it? Well, usually the bride is planning the wedding, too. Well, right. If the bride says, no, this date doesn't work for me, then you say, okay, we'll choose a different day. And that's Michael Jordan. You have to make it work with Michael Jordan. Um. And so Michael and Phil, uh, or Michael and Scotty aren't there. And then, uh, then, and then this wasn't talked about enough either. Phil gets this rousing standing ovation. Phil can barely stand. Phil finally is getting his due again with the Chicago Bulls and his bitter divorce here in Chicago with Jerry Reinsdorf and Jerry Krause. And he's soaking it in. I can't remember the last time Phil and the Bulls were even in the same conversation. Right. And it, it's been so long since I don't remember when he was back in Chicago. And they cut his standing ovation off and they took the spotlight off of him. And then all of a sudden, Tony Kukoc was next. And when they took the spotlight off of him, like the fans were shocked and they 
Kukoc was next, and some fans started booing that because they stopped the standing ovation from Phil Jackson. Like, people wanted to love this, and you shorted Phil Jackson his standing ovation. Let people soak this in. And then you have Steve Kerr, who is this multi-time NBA champion. He won three with the Bulls. I believe it's two with the Spurs. How many has he won now with Golden State? Three or four? Four. Four. He's won how many rings? He's going to go into the Hall of Fame. He's sitting center court as a member of the 95-96 Bulls, who, by the way, are going in in this Ring of Honor presentation, all the members. You don't even recognize him and give him, call him by name. Luke Longley flew all the way in from Australia. You don't even recognize him by name. Ron Harper is there. You don't even recognize him by name and introduce him. Well, it, it takes one second to give each guy their individual due. Doesn't sound like this went well. Like the Bulls, the, only the Bulls. Only the Bulls. It, and, and so, like, the headline was, yes, that Jerry Krause got booed. But like a true Reinsdorf-owned team, nobody infights like a Jerry Reinsdorf team. Whether it's Ozzy fighting with Kenny, Ozzy's kids fighting with Kenny, whether it's Chris Sale fighting with Kenny, whether it's um, Tom Thibodeau fighting with Gar and Pax, whether it's Derek Rose fighting with Bulls team doctors. I could go on and on of all the infighting that's happened, whether it's the Bulls are about to win their fourth championship. We were told this story during the last dance, their fourth championship. They just won 72 games. They're in Seattle. And Jerry Krause has Tim Floyd with him in Seattle because he wanted, and this is why Jerry Krause gets booed, he wanted Tim Floyd to replace Phil Jackson after the fourth championship. Not the fifth. Right. Not the sixth. Tim Floyd is with the Bulls as they're about to win their fourth championship in Seattle. Jerry Reinsdorf never stopped that from happening. But, and, and like, oh, what, what am I supposed to do? Well, you're the owner. Make things right. Stop the infighting. Your teams have always had infighting. Nothing ever works. Even in good times, your teams fight. And here we are. I just, I felt icky. I felt dirty. It was disgusting. And I walked home and I walked in the house and I just felt sad. Sad. That wasn't the, uh, that wasn't the, the goal. The goal no. wasn't to make you sad. No, and, and like, and, and I get it. Uh, again, I, I'll circle back to the Jerry Krause booing. It, it's, it, it, was, it was bad. It was shameful. But it's also easy to circle the fans and make them the scapegoats. But the Bulls and the Bulls themselves and ownership have always created this environment where they have embraced infighting. They let Jerry fight with Phil. They let Michael fight with management. They wanted the breakup. 
they ended the dynasty early. They didn't introduce even their own players. They wouldn't. They had a guy fly in from Australia, and they wouldn't even introduce him to the crowd. What was the explanation for that? Was there one? We reached out to um, Bulls ownership today, and um, I got a response that he was out of town and could not join us. But it like. It, 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 so to me, it was it was more it was it, it's not a good look for the fans, but it's more than just about the fans. It's this was a bad. This was a very bad ceremony from start to finish. And in my book, if you can't do it right, you just don't do it at all. Whether it's like I was told by John Greenberg, well, this is a sponsorship thing. Well, look, I'm fine with taking the money. Everyone's got to have sponsorships. If you can't do it right, you don't do it. I wouldn't think the sponsors got their money's worth, did they? No, and I wouldn't know. And whoever's sponsoring it, I would be upset too. Because this is what people are talking about right. now. Not how, way, what a brilliant ceremony it was and how warm and exciting it was to see guys back. No, what you got was a lot of people. Charles Barkley, I think Stacey King, right? There were other, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, you want to hear this? Were, yeah. You wanna, this is... Um, Stacey. All right, we just had a remarkable ceremony bringing back the legend. First of all, it was not, Stacy. it was not remarkable. And, and I know you work for NBC and you work for the Bulls, Stacy. I know you want your hot sauce and you want to love. That was a terrible ceremony. And, 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 and you couldn't even schedule it around the top guys to show up. That was not a good ceremony. Let's start there, Stacy. I know you want to rip the fans because they're the easy target. But let's let let's stop, Stace. All right, we just had a remarkable ceremony bringing back the legends, and I'm telling you what, you know, we're Chicago is a is a, a sports town, and what we witnessed today when Jerry Krause's name was called, and the people that booed Jerry Krause and his widow, who was accepting this honor for him, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I hurt for that lady, brought her to tears, and whoever booed her in this arena should be ashamed of themselves. It was, that's not Chicago. That's New York, Philly. Chicago's not like that. We don't have a reputation of being that way. And whether you like Jerry Krause or not, that man brought six championships here. He didn't shoot a basket, nor did he get a rebound, but he, he put a six he put six titles up in this ring. There's a lot of teams doing that one. And that was really classic. And I'm, I was disappointed in the people that moved. It was a sad thing. Left a little bit of a pit in the stomach for what should have been a really celebratory 15, 20 minutes, and that didn't feel right, admittedly, and I'm with you on that, Stace. And, and both fans are better than that. We, we are better than that. We've never had that situation happen. I felt so bad for that lady. She's a wonderful lady, and it was just sad to see her breaking down in tears. I just, uh, just wanted to go out there and hug her. And, and, and she deserved a hug, and it was a bad look, but again, like, it's, 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 it's a... It's a bigger picture, too, than just what happened. Well, both things there. can be true. Both the, things can be true here. Like, that that's despicable behavior by Bulls fans. And the Bears, the Bulls showed bad judgment with regard how they put how they put this whole thing together. I think it's important to separate. I don't think anybody in the United Center was booing Thelma Krause. You know, and I think it's important to separate the fact that I, Jerry Krause, his name for as long as I can remember now, has been booed whenever it's been announced at the United Center. Mostly, I think, because Michael Jordan has been at the forefront of pointing out Krause's shortcomings and his his impasse with the front office, right? And it's 
I think it's perfectly reasonable to understand why Bulls fans will time and time again side with Michael Jordan. So him not being at the ceremony in conjunction with Jerry Krause's name being announced, what were you expecting? I think this is where it falls on Bulls and their PR staff, whoever put together the ceremony, to kind of step back and say, hey, this is something that's going to be examined closely. How are we going to go about this? And somebody should have had the foresight to say, hey, you know, every time we bring up Jerry Krause's name, he gets booed. Is there a better way to do this so that if Especially his... Especially if his wife's going to be if, in the building. If his widow's going to be there, we need to make it clear when we before we even utter his name into a microphone that she's here on his behalf. They need to say her name first before you even utter his name because we know what happens time and time again. I, yeah, I, look, I, I, I get that. I still would hope the Bulls fans could... Again, get past it seven years past his death. You know what I mean? I, I know what you're saying, too. Do you, I, but do you agree? Like, they weren't booing her, Sylvie. No, I know that. They weren't booing. Of course they yeah, weren't booing her. Yeah, but they're booing her late husband while she's there. Like, I can understand but why no, but, this but, was traumatic sure, for her. Sure, but did people really know she was there in attendance before his no, name? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, cause that's, I no. like when I watched it, I watched it as it was happening. It was so uncomfortable. And, and, and like her, it like was, they showed her to see her yes. arms, like in the way that she, sucked. Ugh. that was terrible. It just, it, it, it really, like my, my, my son asked me, why are they booing? Jesse looked at me. I could like Jesse and I looked at each other right away and we're like, whoa, whoa. Like it was the last thing we talked about the ceremony. We did not, this was not even on our radar. The other thing I was disappointed in the fans. I had one other beef with the fans. <laughs> Was Jerry Sloan's grandson was there. Jerry Sloan was inducted too. And you know, my family were season ticket holders in, in the first year of the Bulls' existence, 66, 67, when they started in the International Amphitheater. My grandfather started going um, when he was a much younger man. And Jerry Sloan was the original Bull. He was the first member, I believe, to get his number retired, number four. He was going in, too. And his grandson was there. And, um, like, he got a golf clap. It was like Jerry Sloan. And I was, like, standing up whistling. Because my grandfather, I, one of the first lessons I got going to the Chicago Stadium was, see Norm Van Leer, you see Jerry Sloan, that's how you play basketball. That's how you play defense. I'll never forget. One of the, like, moments I have still in my, etched in my brain of, like, bonding with my grandfather and, like, remembering the Bulls is... That's how you play defense. And the, the clap was like this. Jerry Sloan was like an all-time great, and he was a longtime coach in the league, too. And, like, no one, no one even knew who he was. Maybe how many I'm just people, old. Maybe how, how many people in the building were even aware of Jerry Sloan's greatness? Nobody. Apparently nobody. Yeah, nobody got I the, uh, like I nobody the, got the indoctrination son. like you did I back know, in the I'm day. Like, well, no one knows Jerry Sloan anymore. That's like going to the Cubs game and hearing Ernie Banks' name and people going. I get why that, if, that, that made you irritated. It pales in comparison to no, people. No, I know that. I know. a dead man while his I'm wife not, is there. I'm not comparing no, no, the two I know. on the I'm same level. I'm saying that. It was like, just. I, I, it, I, I don't understand like why that is such a hard ask in, in in any environment. Now I get what you're saying, Meller. 
As the organization, what you tried to do is make sure that you don't put anybody in an uncomfortable position where they will be the recipients of something like that that just occurred. I guess what was your expectation if you're the Bulls and you put this ceremony together? I don't together? know. People wouldn't As be dumbasses. As you were announcing Jerry Kraut, listen, at every time, though, they've ever done anything where guys, Sylvie brought it up earlier. Every time Jerry Krause is announced at the United Center at a Bulls, whatever it happens to be, his is, name gets booed. That's, because, that's fine. again, that's Michael fine, Jordan has been so outspoken about. I get it, but and everyone and the in last situa- dance reflo- the, the last dance reignited the flame. So yes. was, was, his wife on, not- was his wife on the floor for the whole ceremony? Yes, they were all like, so they had chairs set up on the all the people were on the floor. So maybe they should have introduced her before they even mentioned or at the same time. I don't right. know. I mean, just and I saw Neil afterwards. Neil came up. So my 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 wife and my son were on the my older son and my wife were on the court, and I was up in a suite with my old my younger son. And so they stopped Neil and they say, "Hey," and and Neil goes, "You you you lead me to Sylvie." So Neil came up before he left, and we were talking about love him. Neil. I love Neil. I FaceTimed uh, Carmen oh, to, to, to talk to Neil, but we could barely hear him. But uh, it Just was great like, to see is, Neil. Again, the booze even, drowned, <laughs> drowned out your FaceTime <laughs> yeah, with Carmen. Yeah. To, have the, to even have these conversations it's, about a group that was so majestic well, in right, their performance but, but is just, is, it's sad. It's par. It's like, sad. It's like, do you remember how the Derrick Rose... The Derrick Rose controversy started about the knee and will he or won't he come back? Do you remember how that originally started? I think it was, didn't Bulls management say he's been cleared? So Bulls ownership leaked to ESPN Chicago. Missy Isaacson wrote the story that Derrick had been cleared. That was not a public thing. It was a, like, it was... Uh, you know, you shocked that I remembered that. Yes, because I don't right. really remember much of anything. Instead of protecting their own player, their MVP coming off the ACL, they threw him under the bus because that's what they do. Because they love the fighting. Why is it fighting fun? I've never. I don't that know out. that. I don't know. Is but, there any fun with fighting? That's the White Sox. Who'd they trade? Ozzie Guillen, their only World Series manager. What'd they do? They broke up the dynasty. This is what they do. You know who doesn't do stuff this way, Meller? The Lions. Not the modern That's Lions. Modern, 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 yeah. modern Lions. Tommy Lions. Sounds like a move. Modern, though, modern Lions don't do this stuff, Meller. Leaking that Derrick Rose is cleared sounds like a move that but Jerry Krause would be proud of. But it's, it's the fans' fault. It's it, it it's uh, those. What is the fans' fault for booing the dead man I, while his wife is there? But there's a there's a greater. They didn't know she was there. Though. There's they also weren't... a greater picture here too. Like I said, more than one thing can be true right, at right. the same time. Right, Mike on the South Side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mikey? What's happening, gentlemen? L- let me tell you something. Jerry Reinsdorf and everyone that works in the Bulls and the White Sox organizations. They have a couple of things in common. A, they are tone deaf to the max. And B, they lack finesse. Basically, what Jerry Reinsdorf has done is he allows a culture to persist where they just do whatever they feel like doing. (laughs) They don't really understand PR. 
they don't really understand um, crisis management. They're just literally a bull in a china shop just mowing through <laughs> these fans yeah. because literally because they can. Jerry Reinsdorf has always done things because he can. Now, they should have known that, you know, there's a now a Pavlovian response to Jerry, Ryan, uh, Jerry Krause in the United Center. They should have had a nice, quiet ceremony off to the side, invited his wife, took her to, you know, a nice dinner or whatever, and celebrated and had a great time. But they're really not, they're just really not capable of really doing great PR. Everything is stilted backwards, and they just fumble all over themselves. I honestly don't even root for the Bulls anymore because they're so inept at management. One other thing before I go, mm. Eric Bieniemy, in my estimation, I think would be the, uh, a great hire as the OC for the Bears. Gives him another shot at it. I would give him the film of Justin Fields, say, hey, sh- tell me what you think of Justin Fields in his 2023 performance and help us make the decision as to whether we should move forward with this guy or draft, you know, or draft the kid. I think he's been around Patrick Mahomes. He knows what's going on in the NFL. I think he's capable. And I think he actually solves a problem in that he brings some experience, but he's not going to cost a lot. He brings some experience, and I think he's going to bring a a degree of toughness and oversight the Bears need on the offensive side of the ball. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Thanks, Mike. Good stuff. Uh, listen, on the Biennemi thing, has he been mentioned? No, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to hear if they're going to talk and, to him. And again, I'm all for more perspective, more better. Like, there's many ideas and as many guys that you can bring in and, and, and just kind of harvest information and get opinions. I don't think there's any harm to it. Yep, for sure. Now, they didn't, when Polls got the job here, and again, the timing of all of this is whatever it is. But there was no there was there ever an Eric Bieniemy head coach interview when with he, the Bears? Yes, no, I, he was not on their list, right? And, but and, isn't a head coach uh, interview different than an OC interview? Uh, yes, but I'm just saying when Ryan Poles, who spent as much time as he did with Kansas City, there was no head coach interview for Eric Bieniemy when he was looking for a coach. Should you connect the dots and say, well, if he wasn't interested there. But isn't a head coach different than an OC? Yes, but you're still going to be bringing the same offensive philosophies, whether you're the head coach calling plays or you're the offensive coordinator. I'm just, I'll be interested to see whether or not he's made their list. Stan on the south side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Stan? Hey, Wada. Hey, Sue. How you guys doing today? We're good. All right. Well, I think that was wow. I think that was a great uh, the last caller. That was a great uh, that was a great suggestion. I think Eric Benamy would be a great person to bring in and see what he thinks because he coached Patrick Mahomes and he's been around. He has enough experience, so I don't know why the Bears uh, polls isn't calling him if he's going to turn over Eric Stone and call Greg Roman. Okay, so I think that was a good call. But my I was calling about the, the uh, situation with the Bulls, and uh, you know I'm 52 years old. I watched the Bulls when Jordan first was drafted, and he had to go through everything he had to go through to beat Detroit and win the championship. So I saw everything. Okay. And we know Reinsdorf, as the Bears, as the Bulls owner, and as the White Sox owner, he loves that culture. He loves that culture of, 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 of arguing and nitpicking and people fighting. 
you got some people that's in, in in control. They like that kind of chaos because that keeps them in control. And Ryan Stoll, his his work environment has always been bad. There's no question about it. Okay, and uh, I also think that this is a good this is a good uh, thing that people can learn in life because you all said that Jerry uh, Krause he wasn't the most pleasant guy to be around, right? Didn't you guys say that? Right. Yes. You both both you guys had runs in yes. run ins with him. Yes. So 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 obviously, if you live in Chicago, you know Krause had a bad reputation. Okay. So I think this is a great lesson people can learn in life. You are going to be celebrated when you die how you live. If you have a bad reputation, don't be thinking you're going to be celebrated so greatly when you die. Okay? This is just a fact of life. Did you okay, boo so- Jerry Krause? Were you in the crowd, stand? <laughs> no, I wish I could have been there. No, I wasn't. But I wish I could have been there. Would that's you all I wanted him? to say. Stan, would you have booed him if you were there? No. But I, I, you, I'll tell you who would have booed. I would have booed Reinsdorf, and I would have booed Scotty Pippen. Oh, you would have booed, booed Pippen. I was interested to see if there were any boos for Scotty. There were not. Did he I, send I, any message? Like uh, there Michael was no did? video, no, no video. And Dennis had a video too. Dennis broke down in his video. So if I feel bad for his wife because she's uh, that's a terrible situation for her to be under, and this has been getting a, a national story. Everybody got a comment for him, and I think that's making Bulls fans look bad. But it, it, the, the situation was. If you live a life of a, have a bad reputation, don't be expected to be celebrated when you die. I get All right, it. Guys. Stan, thank you. Thank you. That's, that's the cap philosophy, right? Who did he rip after? It Billy, Billy Packer, Packer, right? Billy Packer, yeah. That's call, that that is the call cap jackass, philosophy. right? Did he call yeah. him a jackass after he yes. Do we have that in the system? Like, I, I think there's... People's skills, some people have them and others don't. I still think that there's... There's something to say about humanity that when totally. someone has been not with us for a while, that you can still, even if you thought something of someone, you can still give them a little appreciation. You could give them a little humanity and just give them a, a, well, a, a, like I would suggest that if Cap was in the presence of Billy Packer's widow, that he wouldn't. Go on a Billy Packer rant or right, boo right. Billy Packer. Like, there's time a di- and place. There's a difference between so, silence. Cap, a longtime a broadcaster of the Final Four and college basketball for CBS, Billy Packer passing away at age 82. Sympathies to the family. He was an ass. He was an a hole. And because he died does not change my opinion of him. He was a jerk. He was a grade A ass. I dealt with him. I did not like him. I threw him off the air on this station when it was its first iteration, when it was WMVP Mm -hmm. AM 1000 back in the 90s. Rest in peace, but you were a jerk. (laughs) But my hope would be that Cap would not give that, that presentation if Mrs. Packer was sitting in a chair 10 feet from him. That's my only, you know, that's fine. He's a little strong, a little strong. He's jerk. But, but so, I, Cap, a longtime a broadcaster of the Final Four and college now. basketball yeah, for CBS, Billy Packer, passing away at age 82. Sympathies to the family. He was an ass. <laughs> you can hear his voice quivering. Yes. Because he knows he's <laughs> he almost can't help himself from laughing. laughing. Yes. 
But again, I would think the cap would have the maturity not to go on that diatribe with Mrs. Packer sitting in it, you know, in, yeah. in, in ears, an earshot. Like you don't have to love Jerry Krause. Right. You just don't. You don't have to boo him, or you shouldn't boo him. Little respect. <laughs> I don't think that's asking for too much. Maybe today it is, but don't think it's asking Can for I too much. Eddie, really quick. I've heard. I think Eddie! I've heard Eddie on the north side. What do you got? No, I agree with you, uh, Sylvia, about the whole situation. The one person that could have changed it if Michael showed up and just, you know, it would have been better. And I think he would have led the booze, actually, if he was there. I, I, I know. Well, he should have been management. There's no doubt about it after six championships like that. But the thing about the Chicago Bears. Really? Time out. You wanted Michael running the team? How'd that go in uh, Charlotte? No, I wanted him some of part of the management just sitting in there, maybe even playing another season, just gelling and having part of the Chicago Bulls because basketball is my love. Man, when we were younger, we can grab a ball and go to any park or, you know, play. That quarterback evaluation was your love. Give me a scouting report. (laughs) Give me, I want a basketball scouting report on you when you'd go to the park. Oh, wait, hey, okay, so the thing about the, the Bears... No, 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 I, I'm not Eddie, taking... Eddie was a chucker. I, I am, not, I am not taking any Bears thoughts no. from you. Eddie's a I chucker. Wanna, I want a basketball scouting report on any okay, on the north yeah, side. Go ahead. No, I was, I was a baller, man. I, oh, yeah, used to throw me the ball. To, I'm telling you, hey, Sylvie, blacktop, any of the park. And the reason I kind of like Jerry Krause is both of my no, daughters... No, hold on. You, you were a baller. Give me the scouting report. Taft High School, yeah. and that's where he graduated from. So it's kind of, you know what, a little He's bit. He's not going to give you a scouting like, report. Were you, did you, were, and, and, did, what were you, were you, did you, did you shoot from the outside? Did you go inside? I shot forward? from the outside, nobody could stop me. And nobody. I'm 5'8", I was 5'8", about 165, so I was really quick, so it was hard to defend me. Spud Webb, everything. a little Spud Webb guy out there. Yeah, exactly. Like Spider Webb. Uh, all right, I'm not taking your Bears thoughts. All right, Eddie, thank you. Okay, have a good day, guys. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> Why would you take his Bears because thoughts? Because we're not on the Bears. You got the good, the bad, the dirty. Boy, he could have given you these. I, I he could have branched out to anything. I bet. 5'8", 165 at Taft High School. Yes, unstoppable. I bet. Eddie on the north side. Uh, uh, Eddie unstoppable. Let's get to the good, the bad, the dirty. The good. It's gone! Oh, my God! The bad. That is so bad. Dirty. I thought my mask was on. 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 I not the Dallas Cowboys defense. That is a defense that ranked first in passing yards allowed this year, first in total yards allowed. And C.J. Stroud was 16-21 for 274, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and had a 157.2 quarterback rating. It was fun to watch. Fun to watch. I'm going to go off the radar a little bit. I could go with any of the football games. I could go with uh, taking over another holiday uh, with NFL football with yeah. two games. I kind of like that. But I'm going to go... I 
it sort of tickled my fancy to see the Fab Five together again yesterday. Did you see that? I saw a picture of them. Yeah, it seems like the beef is over now, and it's Chris Webber and the entire gang all together again. Maybe they can get together with the Bulls and uh, uh, see if they can. You're reading give them the my roadmap. mind because I would like them to now counsel Scotty and Michael and get them all back together. Because look, the the Fab Five that. They were cool. And to see them all at the game supporting, obviously, the coach now, who is a member of the Fab Five, Juwan Howard, it was it was good to see yesterday. So uh, it, w- it was great to see all the members of the Fab Five in the same place for the first time in many, many years. Good times. Fab Five. They're back. For my good gentlemen, I'm going to go to Saturday evening when we had the streaming game, the Chiefs against the Dolphins. What streamer I enjoyed was all the ancillary stuff because the football certainly wasn't great, Waddle, as we talked about. Cold weather oftentimes doesn't bring out the best football, but I did enjoy a snotsicle on Andy Reid's mustache all game long. I did enjoy Taylor Swift. Behind a fogged up uh, suite in the glass, which was just uh, shivering cold. I enjoyed Taylor Swift's outfit. Uh, did you know who uh, who's uh, the one who actually made that? It was yeah. a player's wife, wasn't the, it? From the, the 49ers. The Kyle Juszczyk's wife. Yes, she apparently uh, has a nice little uh, fashion thing going on. So uh, I enjoyed all the ancillary stuff going on because I certainly did not enjoy the football play. he looked like a walrus, the didn't he? With his, a walrus. With I think his, he always does. Well, when his mustache froze over, like Meller was talking the about. Sn- the snot's cold. It was glorious. Was- What's the move? Do, don't you have to just like constantly like keep brush- brushing your mustache? Because I don't, know. I don't think you want that look going on all game long. I think you kind of do. do I you? think you lean into no, it. No, no, no. It's basically frozen boogers, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. There's no way that's comfortable. I, it can't be comfortable, and it's probably not. You know, it's not the a, image you want. You is got it? A little salt on your uh, mustache from the, me? the boogers. Really? Would you like some nuggies with your boogers, Coach Reed? <laughs> he is. He is one of the better kind of quiet, funny guys in yes, commercials these days. What do you uh, by got? The way, who are the chefs? <laughs> You won't take Jordan Love, so I will. In fact, I'll take yeah. the entire Green Bay offense because it wasn't just Jordan Love. It was also Aaron Jones. Yeah, it was also good. Romeo Dobbs as well. They were firing on all cylinders, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Aaron Jones looks uh, he healthy. Looks, yes. <laughs> he looks like he's got the extra gear now. I don't know what Dan Quinn was doing either. I, that game was puzzling to me because I was sitting and watching. I'd had a couple of drinks, but... Like, I was screaming at my television at McCarthy, play up tempo, play with some speed. That Green Bay defense isn't very good, despite the fact they held us to nine points. That's not the litmus test, us. <laughs> I just couldn't understand what the Cowboy plan was on either side of the foot. They played six defensive backs the entire game. Well, you know, Dan Quinn was busy scouting the uh, Seattle Seahawks all week yeah, long as I, he that's where he's preps going. for his job, his next job. It's crazy. What's your bad? Uh, my bad was the lack of competitive play overall this weekend. Do you realize that the average margin of victory was 17 points? Now, I consumed every minute of every game, as I've always told you. I'm not going to not watch. But you had some clunkers. The only good game was the Rams and Lions game. I think some people were. Tony Romo was trying to sell me that the Bills and Steelers game was still up for grabs at 44 seconds left in the game, and the Bill's up 14. What about this one? There's Rudolph's throw. 
and it's incomplete. It was deflected, and this may be a pick. I think it's intercepted, Jim. It's Hyde crossing just in case. It was deflected by Bernard, and they're saying it hit the ground. It did, but it looked like it was intercepted, Jim. <laughs> I saw you jumping up and down. You thought it was a pick. <laughs> I, I mean, it gets, I never really, you know how I feel. It's like, it's all subjective. So I really don't care about who's doing the games. He's getting worse. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he's getting, he is. My comp is, it's the opposite of his playing career. He came in as yeah. an undrafted free agent, had to work, and became a really, really Fantastic good quarterback. quarterback. His broadcasting career, he came in as a superstar, and now he's completely going the opposite way. This is a week and after he's becoming a bust. This is the week after the Bears and Packers game where he said that could have been a t- should have been a touchdown or an interception. He was it's selling he's us not working at it that the Steelers had the ball down fourteen. With 45 seconds to go, and he says to Jim, this game technically still isn't over yet, Jim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, really? Shows you. Matt Eberflus, the culture there. And... What? What did he say? Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus. I mean, you call him What about game. Getsky? Yeah, that too. At least he's the OC. You think you might want to know the name of the head coach of the game you're calling, but hey. You would think you'd know all of them. <laughs> well, the, what was it? He was like shocked to find out that Jalen Warren was good. Jalen Warren may be the better running back in that room all and, year. And by the way, I think he's wearing just like gym clothing to the game. Like, I don't. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong I, with that. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'm We're not that one. I'm, season, with, I'm, I'm Listen, I'm with, with Tyler. I don't think everybody needs to be in a three piece suit or anything. Look at but Fox. he's. He's taking it to the uh, the other extreme. I still don't get what why the entire studio show on Fox like they're dressed like they're going to a wedding. Don't know. Tony looks like he's 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 going for a pickup basketball game at the end of the, this one. <laughs> pickup basketball game. I, I already gave you my bad. My bad was the Bulls. The Bulls ring of honor. Uh. It was terrible, all the way around. Bad. Guys, yes. yes. Uh, my bad. The Miami Dolphins' offensive performance on Saturday night—they have a Tua problem, my friend—and that is the fact that he, if he's not throwing on time in rhythm, it is a disaster. The weather did them no favors, but they had no answers. It's not like the weather snuck up on you, and for that to be their performance—an underthrown Tyreek Hill touchdown saving—you know—was the only thing that salvaged them from being shut out. Uh, they have an issue. I'll be curious to see. I think there's one more hard knocks. I'll be curious to see how is they... There, there's one more is, left? I mean, I don't know. I'll be curious. So I'll check it out. But uh, if there is, I'll, we'll see what their answer is for how they got uh, bounced on Saturday I, night. Listen, they, they, you go across the board. What the, the Eagles did was... I mean, there was a yeah. lot of what the Cowboys looked like. The, the Cleveland. Joe Flacco yeah, was throwing pick sixes. It was dirty. Yeah, that that, that reminded me. Can like can go ahead, Tyler. Yeah, my then bad I'll... was the Eagles, and, and their effort was so glaringly yeah. off. Like Tackling. Aikman and Buck were just calling them out all yep. game long. Too, they did not spare a single second against the Eagles all game long. I don't Crazy. know what like that team. Uh, do you remember a team that's fallen off like that? I don't. I don't. They were ten and one at one point, lost six of their last seven games. And and how many teams could they beat right now? Oh, I don't know. Who the Eagles? Yeah. Oof. 
They've lost, right, six of their last Listen, seven. That game, and, and that game was even less competitive than than the score, which was 32-9. to nine. Yeah. Like, if the, if the Buccaneers could catch the football in the first half, that thing was out of reach in the first half. I feel, I, I'd feel i love the Bears' chances to beat them right now. No, let's not get crazy. No, I, I oh, think they yes. could. No, Sylvie's absolutely they could right. They give them a game at least, yeah. I, think, I, I was just joking. The Bears would be favored. Yeah. And there is one more Hard Knocks tonight. So oh, okay. Dolphins, if you want to check it out on HBO. But really quick, because since we're on the dirty that you brought a Flacco like watching Flacco throw the back-to-back pick sixes it, it just accentuated to me again that that guy put up 212 yards against the Bears in the fourth in the, quarter. in the fourth quarter like they they made Joe Flacco look like an old man for three quarters and then they let him like it's I still had PTSD watching that game thinking that the Bears should have just won that game who's got it better than us no, well, there are a lot of teams. And then I got mad, too, watching the Chargers interview Jim Harbaugh yesterday. That was dirty, too. Is that your dirty? Uh, my dirty was Mother Nature. You know how I feel about these games being played in this weather. And the fact that it was minus 14 at some point as I w- walked out of the house to take my dog out to poop in my front yard. You pooped in your front yard or your I dog? I did not. My dog did. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I have to, like, carry her outside because her paws freeze. Yeah. So I have to carry her outside to take a dump in my yard and then pick her up and carry her in. It's a good time. I know. That's that's tough. Uh, the, the weather's no joke right now. No, it's now. not. It's boogers frozen in yes. your nose. Yes. Weather. What do you guys got? Wrap us Tell up. Tell Wayne if he's coming into town for any reason this week to bring a jacket. <laughs> uh, my dirty is the NFL's issue with the sliding quarterback. Results in Josh Allen yeah. running for a 52-yard touchdown. I get it. If you're a quarterback, you probably should use it to your advantage. But if you saw that play, you saw him start to slow down. And clearly the Steelers' defenders were concerned about getting a roughing the passer penalty, which never seems to get called on Justin Fields for some reason. But I digress. They got one in the game too, didn't they? Yeah. Later in the game, the Steelers then got throw, uh, flag thrown on him because they hit Josh uh, Allen, when he was sliding, I don't know what you do if you're a defensive player these days when a quarterback takes off. It's just maddening. It was the exact play, the one that he got flagged for um, when he was sliding, I, like that Justin had the other day. Yes, yes, it was. And listen, it's fine if you're going to call it, but consistent. I think be consistent. But at the same time, when Josh Allen is, he runs for a 52-yard touchdown on a play where clearly he starts to slow down. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't it seem does like put it's... put a defender in a bind. It really does seem like it's not fair. Not to mention Kenny Pickett, who the yes. Steelers go up against in practice, is the one who kind of put this on the radar yes. that maybe the rule needs to be changed on fake slides. Uh, my dirty is moving the Buffalo-Pittsburgh game, but not the Kansas City and Miami game, and you're citing fan safety. The Bills fans have zero regard for their own safety. They will literally set themselves on fire and jump <laughs> yeah. through a table. And you're worried about fan safety to move the game, but you're not going to move the Kansas City Miami game. It was a travel ban, I think, is yeah. the reason why. But it, it, it's like for fan safety. Like no, I don't think they said fan safety. No, they yeah. said travel ban. Yeah, it was a safety to like clear the roads and emergency vehicles. It like went hand in hand though. Well, it was the the mayor of governor of New York, yeah. and it was because they were concerned about emergency vehicles. Yes, they needed all hands on in deck. New York because of the blizzard atmosphere. So that's why I don't think the NFL would have moved that game at all. Jump into their fire tables in the freezing cold. That's dumb.
Eh. I would, like would you like to do it? I, no, but I like watching it on yeah, it's Instagram. Dumb. It's dumb. It is dumb, like, if it's your kid. But if Wait till your kid starts doing it and you'll see. They were jumping off snow piles into the fire. Did you see that one? I did, yeah. <laughs> Multiple people, too. All right. Uh, all your phone calls, 312-332-3776. What did Michael Wilbon think of the Bulls' Ring of Honor and um, uh, his Bears' thoughts? It's coming up at 5.